Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your fight. We're in this game. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network presented to you by BetMGM. My name is Michael Leboff. Joining me just after Game 2 mercifully ended uh, is Nick Martin and a special guest, Action Network's own, the newest darts fan in the stable, Tim Kalinowski. Uh, Tim, before we bring you in, I'll flip it to uh, Nick here. Uh, the two of us both were we liked Florida. I I thought that this was a good time to bet into like an Aiden Hill slot fest game, and I was I had the wrong goalie. Uh, yeah, how, how'd that go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Um, not good. Uh, but now we're gonna go back to Florida series, two nothing to Vegas. The Panthers all over the place, no composure, but. I mean, if the opening odds are telling us anything, it's that, you know, kind of hold your horses here. Florida's minus 120 uh, in game three. It may be a little bit of a must-win tax being baked into the, the price. Vegas, even money. Uh, the over-under sitting at a flat six. Uh, Nick, anything jumping out to you right away? No, nothing jumping out to me at all. I thought maybe that it would be, I think Pickham was my guess. I was surprised that Florida was favored in the end. I mean, what can you even say about that game? We thought we had the right handicap, um, especially when Vegas comes out in game one and actually, or I should say Florida comes out in game one and plays 50-50 at even strength. It felt like if they cleaned up the penalties, the the special teams play, you know, all those good things. And then not how it went. Game just completely falls apart again. And I mean, personally, from a side, I don't really have anything to say here. I think it's another one of those ones where it feels like it's just kind of a, a toss up, definitely. Like you say, I think there's some must win tax baked into that minus 120. I wonder if we see that become a little closer to pick. I think if I had to go with anything out of the the four options with the size and totals, I think maybe the under. Um, if we can see Bob bounce back, and some of these goals have been like they're doing a good job getting net front presence, but I do think some of them have been kind of fluky screens too. Where like I think the Nick Waugh goal is like yeah. a pretty example, where it's just been like a lot of those where it just works out to be so well done and like shots coming through at just the right time. So credit to Vegas, but also like, I, th- I think maybe we'll see Florida clean it up in this spot. So if anything, I think the under would kind of be my one lean where definitely don't have a lot for game three. Yeah. I would kind of go there with you. I think more, the more I think about it, I, I think I'll start to get closer to a, a, a bet on the three-way tie perhaps in, in game three. That Nick Waggle, I'm glad you brought it up, because um, the, the U.S. broadcast was really ragging on Fitzgerald for that. I just thought it was a, a weird goal. Like, it just happens. I don't think it was anybody's fault and ends up in the back of the net. And uh, I think even uh, the Martinez goal, too, uh, just kind of a broken play ends up on his stick. And uh, all this kind of kind of points to what I, I think the biggest takeaway from these two games is, is Florida just hasn't had any composure in the in the big moments of these games at all and maybe that's the break or whatever that they, they've lost their rhythm you can point to whatever you want uh, but I just don't think that they'll be this bad so 
I think that the three-way tie, if I had to pick a side, I still would lean towards Florida. I still kind of want to bet against Aiden Hill. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Tim, what are you thinking here for, for game three? Well, it's funny. I went three-way tie tonight because <clears throat> when you and when you invited me, yeah, yeah, I just missed it. When you went on the, uh, when you invited me on uh, earlier today, and you're like, "Oh, we're gonna record after the game," I was like, "Okay, then this is gonna go in overtime." <laughs> <laughs> so I was hedging against uh, how long we would wait to record, um, and that didn't go well. But I mean, I don't know. I guess I can kind of gauge your guys like how you feel about this because for game three. First off, I don't think Florida's dead. I think Vegas is a hard place to play. Like, you know, the old, you know, they still, no one's lost a game at home yet. So series is still very much alive. But also I feel like, yeah, you said, okay, the the must win tax is baked in. But also like, not that like I'm going to unload on it, but this, this is one of those things is like, it might be your last hockey bet of the year. So I'm going to, you know, quarter unit on Florida, quarter unit, like Florida three-way, quarter unit, like Florida, um, uh, puck line like you know what i mean for me i kind of do a thing where i'm like sayonara if you're gonna <laughs> if i'm gonna be done like just kill Pretty me much tonight exactly what yeah. i did tonight just <laughs> punting long shots and stuff but yeah and i think like florida probably hasn't been that much drastically different like i think game one was exactly the kind of game where everything had gone florida's way this postseason where they're finding a way to be the one who comes up with the one critical goal in that game you know when it's deadlocked at two midway through the third it felt like that's a Florida spot all playoff long. And then, yeah. you know, that's the game. They don't come up with a goal in that in that spot and everything looks a lot different. So yeah, I, I fully agree that they're they're alive. It wouldn't be surprising to see them make it a series. It, it tonight unraveled, but I mean, clearly that was just kind of became a comedy of errors. It feels like uh, a little bit like the game three for Dallas against Vegas, a little bit like where they, they left, Vegas down 0-2 and you're like they deserve better than than that score line and we expected them to uh, try to take the bull by the horns in game three and they did the exact opposite of that and in this one it was Florida I don't want to say they deserved better than uh, a loss in game one but the, the score line was certainly misleading and thought they'd have a better bounce back effort and one power play goal against and things just kind of circled the drain from there uh yeah i and i i think the must win tax will be built in because i i and and that's what's kind of negating all the momentum with vegas like in a situation like this i think a lot of casual money would just show up on vegas but when you got these two kind of conflicting market narratives it'll maybe even each other out a little bit uh and that's why i i don't i don't think this thing's gonna budge much you know maybe it'll be a pick them by the time the puck drops but i don't really see it budging much either way which is why i think what tim you're saying is is if you're going to bet florida i think that's the way to do it is you know they to to go looking for for something um something big make it worth your while kicking myself and not, is, and if not you just go it's, it's summer yeah exactly <laughs> you know? right if not you get ready you look at you look at the uh the odds for next year and you you circle that islanders 50 to 1 and get ready for it uh but <laughs> the uh the one I was kicking myself about was Lindell because I, I, we were about Forsling and we were on Duclair again in this one. And, and Lindell had, what, four shots on goal in the first game. It looked really good. And he gets a albeit meaningless goal. Um, but I think that still going back to some of those Florida long shots like Forsling uh, for game three, Duclair, et cetera, uh, 
is is where I'll be looking. Nick, any any player pop props you have I'm a little... off, of, off of this one? Is it Jonathan March or so to score? <laughs> you know, minus one sixty five. No, I can't jump. Yeah, I can't <laughs> jump in on that train now that I've missed it. I'm just looking now. He's at plus one hundred to win the con Smythe, which seemingly is a I little. I was getting jacked absurd. up because Barbashev was shot out of a can in the first 10 minutes he was of the game. so good he <laughs> i was, was like so he's good. been great but the I problem know. is it's his line and the other guys with the bigger names are yeah. buzzing and collecting so many points so i don't know but yeah I, I i don't really have a lot i, I like duclair again i think yeah i'm probably not gonna Markov go was really good too i thought like he's the only player it was the great duo to yeah. have like they could be due to break through i'm a little like i said just a little more weary that it's gonna be um Lower scoring, whereas like tonight I was happy to punt because I did feel pretty confident it was going to break open. Not enough so to play the over because we talked about how I thought it was just outside the price range, as we seem to do. So, yeah, I really don't have a lot on this one. I think maybe if you're going to bet Florida too, like, are you thinking maybe they're going to make it a series? I feel like if they win this one, that's probably probably where I'd, I'd be leaning. Hi there, listeners. We're back to invite you to head into this sports betting summer with new gear built to last. And friends of the podcast, Shady Rays have you covered against the glare of that summer sun with premium polarized shades. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company offering world-class products, durable frames, the clearest possible optics, and Shady Rays also offers the best protection plan in all of eyewear. How good is it? Well, every pair of their sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So what does that mean? Here's what they told me. It means if you lose or break your pair, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Plus, if you don't love them, it's okay. You don't need to cry about it. You just exchange them for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. And you can look good and feel good because to date, Shady Rays has donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. That's nice. So, exclusively for you, our beloved podcast listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ACTION for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, and you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Hockey betting season is here, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 or older to wager, 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. 
In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah, or any other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. I I, I was thinking in terms of play, player stuff just tonight, super like major, major emphasis on active D for Florida tonight. It, you know, they didn't really get a chance to actually, you know, get into that forward check and like really, you know, there was at times and then they would take a bad penalty or whatever, or it was out of reach. But like if Gudis is going to be out for game three, like just, is there a way to get at, Florida D shots, Florida D goals, just because I think that they that's the only way to go at this point. Like they Maurice has said that's they want to emphasize that. They talked about it on the TNT broadcast basically for the whole first period. Yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah. too to, oh sorry. I was just gonna say, Mike, uh, it's crazy to think we're at a point where Brad Kogudis looks like a pretty big injury yeah. because and he's, been, <laughs> no. he's been great this postseason, but like he was already playing a huge role on a really depleted defensive core or like a thin defensive core, I should say. And now it's like we're talking about it like it's really relevant, but it could be really relevant. It definitely seems like those minutes might matter. And this was already Vegas's biggest edge where defensively their their core one through six is just a lot better. So that will be interesting news to follow too at this point. Yeah, because you know, we talk about this a lot on throughout the season. It's not a okay, his minutes go to Fitz Fitzgerald or Fitzpatrick, whatever uh his name is coming in for him. Um, it's that they get spread out among Mark Stahl and players like that ilk. So uh, it's and it's hard. They're hard minutes. They're pa- penalty kill minutes. It's it's not it's not a good situation to lose them. Um, but yeah, I think to Tim's point, like I think Forsling again uh, talking about active D, like that's going to be the guy that I'm I'm going to hope kind of makes up for how games one and two have gone uh, for me. Um, he was seven to one as an anytime scorer. 30 something 35 to one to be the first goal scorer uh tonight gonna be around that again and i think that'll be the the play i'm most excited to make again is, is, is something with gustav forsling of all people uh to get and, and, and then the other half the other half of the handicap being because gudis might be out like what the yeah. hell are we, like, what well, the hell are we talking about but to be fair though like it does matter, especially because I don't think it'll be a thing where they're playing the third pairing as much as usual. No, they're just yeah. going to try Eckblad to ride and Forsling, Forsling. Are gonna, yeah, exactly. like 30 minutes. And Montour will probably play a ridiculous amount. And I, I think that guy's blood doping or something this playoffs because it's just, yeah. I don't know what's going on with him, but it's insane that he just goes and goes. And I think the other note too, like, I hate to go down the realm of like, are the refs going to find some calls? But it does kind of seem like, maybe Florida gets a few more calls because it's been, you know how I've been kind of picking on them, get maybe getting away with a lot, but what I thought this series, they have been pretty hard done by and have some rightful complaints. So maybe you'd think in this spot down 2-0 on the road, maybe the refs are going to, you know, make things work out a little bit more in their favor. So who knows? It's just, it's odd to see such big discrepancy and like maybe a few points where it actually could have gone better in their, favor i thought so that that could be another good note for guys like montour and forsling uh all right so tim you'll be on uh the panthers in kind of a yeah in some way i i I, just to conclude like i think vegas when they play at home and they score first the ice tilts just like there's something about that place when they get going that i'm like you know what a team's not dead yet let's go to game three 
let's reset. You know, I don't believe in game to game. Like, you know, this isn't the fourth period of game two. This is the first period of game three. So, you know, that's right. I'm, I'm going to go with the cats or I'm going golfing. Yeah, and I yeah. mean, what were what was Florida when they're down three one to Boston? Like hundred percent. That's a way worse predicament. So they definitely can lean on that situation a little bit here. Yeah, I would agree. It, it kind of the the momentum narratives and the, the way kind of people were talking right after the game on, on Twitter reminds me a little bit of Devils Rangers um, in round one, two, where the Rangers took those two first games in New Jersey. Um, but everyone just kind of, you know, because you, because you have nothing else to go off of mm-hmm. are just assuming it's over. So you, you're right. Like the way if you're just looking for from a pure value perspective, like big picture outlook, it's it's going to be on on the cats. Um, but it's not going to be a fun one to make after what we've seen from them. The first uh, 120 minutes of, of this Stanley cup final. Let's hope that they, you know, Nick, Nick and I gave it the kiss of death by just kind of pleading that we get a, a strong series. Like it's like an interesting series here. So uh, we'll say it again, um, but that'll do it here. We'll see you guys again after game three, hopefully have a little bit more to chew on. Maybe the cats have a little bit of a dead cat bounce or something. Um, but until then, for Nick Martin, Tim Kalinowski, and our friends at BetMGM, I'm Michael Leboff. Thank you for listening to Line Change. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.